This is the Plant Advice Gardening Podcast, Episode 31, Gardening Jobs and Plants of Interest, for October. Plantadvice.co.uk for all your gardening needs. Hello and welcome to the Plant Advice Gardening Podcast with me, Richard Farrer. And me, Sue Mack. This is the podcast to help you get the very best out of your garden with our regular features such as jobs to do in the garden and plants of note for this time of year. Coming up in this episode, we have our plant of the month for October, which is Liquid Ambar Styracifluor Warpleston. We have jobs to do in the garden and the vegetable garden, and forthcoming garden and flower shows. Well, October is here, and if the weather allows this, can be one of the most colourful months in the garden. Late flowering bulbs and herbaceous perennials are complemented by the wonderful changing foliage colours of many deciduous trees and shrubs. The fruits and berries of many plants are also a big feature this month. So, fingers crossed for a relatively calm month, because October can sometimes have strong gales, which lead to an all-too-short season of autumn colour, or as you say in America, the fall. You've always wanted to visit the fall in America, haven't you, Sue? I have, and my plan is to do it next year. Which should be absolutely stunning. But it is beautiful here in the UK as well. The colours are turning on the trees, aren't they? And like you say, the berries. The rose hips was a garden the other day. Where was it? Peckover House in Wisbeach we went to, a National Trust house beautiful garden and one of the roses they hadn't pinched off all the flowers they let them die back and the rose hips were beautiful weren't they they're stunning color bush pretty festooned in red rose hips mm. like you said gives more color for the season it does and it's surprising actually how much color there is still in the gardens definitely and yesterday i took a walk around the village and i went down the part of the village we don't often go down and there's a barn and on the barn i've never noticed before ah yes i know the one you mean it's got the red and and the the yellow berries it's pyracanthus that bush we've got one in the back garden beautiful it's just a mass of color isn't it it's absolutely gorgeous it is isn't it yeah and it just goes to show it doesn't have to be flowers the berries can be equally impressive i suppose because they're quite vivid now they are the colors and hawthorn the red berries on the hawthorn plants and while it's a fruit season as well we've got blackberries haven't we we can start picking starting slows we need to look into making some slow gin and again because we're having a lovely autumn weather wise we're getting out more and enjoying the colors yes And the bulbs as well, uh, the same house we went to, Peckover House, there were the cyclamen and the colchicums oh, underneath yeah, the trees. The they were lovely, lovely, weren't show, they? Yes. Yeah. I didn't realise they sort of flowered now. Autumn, yeah. yeah. But then I suppose it's like a lot of things, <laughs> they've got different flowering seasons depending on the plant and the... And each season could be different. You know, mm. the seasons go up and down and sometimes bulbs do get a little bit confused, don't they, and come out when you think they shouldn't be. Yeah. Very true. But we've still got a lot of flowers in the back garden. You were mentioning to me earlier about the erisimum, the wallflower. That 
just, which they has stopped just flowering. gone constantly all year since about March. It's flat out. <laughs> I cut it back, remember, yeah. when I thought that was it. Nope, it's come up again and it is looking amazing. Just goes to show how important deadheading is, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I do try. Even my big pink rose, I hacked that by and deadheading it and it's and making a, full a beautiful flush of show. Again. Yeah. Yes. yeah, beautiful, beautiful. And that's just the flowers, but undoubtedly the key thing about autumn is the leaves on the trees, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Because I suppose, like you say, everyone has their garden. But now, this time of the year, wherever you drive or walk, it's just a massive autumn colours. And for the next month, they sort of change, don't they? Mm. From the yellow to the darker reds. And then eventually falling off, yeah. I always say autumn's my favourite season, but then when every season comes, it's just so special. Winter's probably the dullest, isn't it? There's not too much happening here, but then we're inside warm doing other things. Spring after a winter when everything bursts into life, you've got the bulbs and then the flush of fall, summer colour. Yeah, every season's got its own. But autumn is lovely because I love orange. As you know, you <laughs> oranges and browns, <laughs> one of your favourite colours. But then, yes, you, you'll be in camouflage, you'll merge into yeah, the you background. You won't see me, I'll go for a walk and I'll disappear. <laughs> Where's Sue gone? <laughs> plant of the month. Well, our plant of the month for October is liquid ambar styracifluor warples done. And we've chosen this one because it is a Lovely tree. Its common name is the sweet gum. It is a deciduous, broad-crowned, bushy, medium-sized tree, and we've picked it for its autumn foliage. It is fully hardy. It has the RHS scale H6, which means it's hardy in all of the UK and Northern Europe, down to about minus 15 to minus 20 degrees C, so pretty much bomb-proof in that respect, although I suppose it won't work in Siberia. Likes full sun, but it will tolerate partial shade. It can grow up to 25 metres and a spread of 12 metres, so I think you'd need a decent-sized garden Garden. to put one of these in or keep it well pruned. It's got an average growth rate and can take 10 to 20 years for maturity, but it is a long-lived specimen. The flowers are not particularly brilliant. They're quite small and inconspicuous bright green flowers in May. And then in the autumn, you get clusters of spiky fruits, which are pendulous, dangling down from the trees. But the key thing about this plant is its foliage. The trees have five lobe leaves, a bit maple-like, bright green during most of the year, turning yellowish, orange, then purple in autumn. And the best colours are produced on acidic soil. So if you can add a bit of sulphur, if your soil isn't acidic, this can lower the soil's pH. Soil-wise, it likes moist or well-drained soil and acidic to neutral soil, and it is fairly drought-resistant. It has the RHS Award of Garden Merit, so you know it's a good performer. It's generally pest and disease-free and low-maintenance. Minimal pruning is required, and if you do have to do any, it's just remedial pruning, like pruning dead, diseased, or crossing branches, and it's best to do that in late autumn or winter. When you do plant it, apply some well-rotted manure or garden compost into the planting hole and stake it firmly. So we've got some pictures on the screen here. We've gone on to Google Images and typed the name of the plant in. And what do you think to this one, Sue? The leaves look a little bit Acer-like, They do. Acer is a maple. And as we said, it is very maple-like, isn't it? The five sort of lobe leaves, very, very Acer-like. But the colours are just so vivid. Yeah, very pretty. 
and even the little fruits. They're not very big, but no. they're almost like Christmas decorations. Yes, it does look there. like that, doesn't it? Yeah. I can imagine on a tree from a long distance, you'd never notice you wouldn't them. wouldn't see them, But up no. close, I think they do look nice, yeah. Very, very pretty. Like but I say, you know, with all the colours this time of year, it's just gorgeous. It is a real specimen plant, yes. RHS Award of Garden Merit, so you know it's a good performer. And if you've got a decent-sized garden, I think that would look yeah. lovely. And some real colour in autumn. But you probably find a lot of them are planted by the council, Yes, in so municipal parks. In the municipal, or, yeah. like I say, the parks yeah. and... Roadsides and things that like that. That one yeah. section, what was all planted since we've been here when we drive to Tesco. Yes, down by the ring that road. That yeah. is just, they really sort that one out beautifully. They have because they've got a real mixture of trees. Oh, yeah. They change colours at different rate and it's... We'll have yes. to see if there's one of those because that looks... We'll have to pull over and have, yeah, a, look. We'll have a look. Yeah. Driving past at 50 mile an hour, you probably won't spot yeah. the leaves very probably closely. Probably not a good place to stop, though. <laughs> no, it's quite a Maybe fast road. Maybe I should road. cycle there and get off my bike yeah. and have a look. Yeah, That'd make sure you've got a high-vis jacket yes. on, so <laughs> don't want you hit on your bike. No, don't get knocked over. No, preferably not. Jobs to do in the garden. Now, jobs to do in the garden. Autumn time and October can still be quite a busy time in the garden. It's getting things ready, really, for next year and preparing the garden for its winter sleep. One thing you can be doing is planting a hedge. Many hedging plants are available to purchase as bare root plants during the autumn months. This makes planting a new hedge at this time of year a lot cheaper than other times of the year when only container-grown plants are available. So first, you will need to prepare the site carefully for your new hedge. Dig in plenty of well-rotted manure or garden compost into the planting trench. Take note of the recommended distance between plants. The closer the plants are together, the quicker the hedge will fill out. And if you want a thick hedge, consider staggering the plants in a zigzag formation, effectively making the hedge two plants wide. If you're happy to, use native hedging plants in your garden, which will encourage wildlife, which is very beneficial. We're all talking about wildlife, certainly hedgehogs as well. We want to see more hedgehogs, don't mm, we? So they yeah. seem to be under threat. So if you can encourage wildlife and birds into your garden, I think that's definitely something to be encouraged. And once you have planted it, water the hedge well, especially during the first year of its establishment. I see our hedges. Now you hedge at the front. I think a couple are going brown again. Getting well, confused and autumn. thinking it's... <laughs> or, or, or tundle, <laughs> or as tumble, you always yes. say. Which they shouldn't, shouldn't. do because they're evergreen. Yeah, yeah. But they did bounce back in the spring, so well, they this must is their be second alive. season exactly. now. Yeah. But they just don't confused. seem to be thriving, do they? No. No. Well, we'll wait and see and see what happens in the spring and whether they... I mean, a few of them have got going really nicely. Yeah, yeah they but have really got established. Just lagging just behind bizarre. a bit. yeah. Yeah, it's not oh, well, we'll have a hedge. bit of autumn colour in our front hedge, <laughs> which shouldn't be, but we've shouldn't got it be, anyway. <laughs> hey ho, make the best of it. Autumn is also a good time to do some treatment on your lawn. So you can scarify your lawn. This removes the thatch and the moss and helps air getting into the base of the plant and the roots because roots do need air and helps the grass become much stronger and more vigorous and enables it to compete with the weeds. Autumn lawn treatment can also be applied this month. Specially formulated autumn lawn treatments are available and are different to those during the spring and summer because the priority is on strong root growth and development instead of 
the lush foliage growth aim of spring and summer treatments. So for the root growth, it's going to have more phosphorus thin there, whereas in the summertime, it's going to be more a nitrogen-based fertilizer to make the leaves nice and strong. You can also continue spring bulb planting. Spring flowering bulbs should be planted in the autumn whilst the soil is still frost-free and workable. We haven't had a first frost yet. Some bulbs can cope better with wet winter soils than others, so refer to the planting instructions. And if free draining soil is required, make sure to add plenty of grit into the planting hole and around the crowns of the bulbs. This ensures they won't rot in the wet winter months. We always do that as a matter of precaution, don't we, Sue? Now we do, yes. And have you planted your bulbs across the road? Mm. (laughs) I did go across there and the ground was so hard. I just thought this isn't going to happen. I need to borrow a pick, I think. A pickaxe. We haven't had that much rain, really, have we? I just couldn't even make a dent in the ground. So I thought, well, this isn't going to go well, is it? No, I mean, you've been watering the garden this last week. I've had to because everything's just drooping. It's really struggling. We just haven't had any rain. No. It's crazy. Which is nice on the one hand so we can get out and enjoy the autumn, but on it the is. other hand, while the garden is still doing yeah, well, it needs it the water, nice, doesn't it? Yeah. But it, we just haven't had, everyone always says it always rains in England. Well, it actually didn't this year. It just hasn't, we haven't had the moisture, have we? So there you go. If you're living abroad, book your holiday next year. <laughs> no, <laughs> next don't. Year for the UK. Probably, no, please don't. It'll probably pour down the whole summer. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I will, I think, need to borrow a, a pick to get some. Well, you've still got a bit of time, Sue. It, we certainly haven't had any frosts yet. No. So plenty of time to dig those in. And, of and course, it, our soil around here is hard anyway. Clay, yeah. And I thought we'd had a bit of rain, but it didn't make any impact on the soil at all. It was just hard. You need to get out. Soak it with a bucket of water around the base of the trees where you want to plant them. Leave it soak in for a little while and then go back and plant your bulbs. I suppose I could put the, the sprinkler on, couldn't I? <laughs> the problem is we have to drag it across the road. Yeah, because I really did struggle. I'm not joking. I think I will yeah. need a pick to plant them. And I have bought them, which would be a pity if I don't yeah, get them no, in. We, we do definitely need to get them in. They will look lovely over there under the trees next year. This time of year, autumn, the leaves are falling off the trees. So if you've got a pond in your garden, try spreading a net over to catch your falling leaves. Rotting leaves are not good in a pond. They add lots of nutrients, which aren't great because then you get lots of algae and it becomes a bit of a nightmare looking after it. So if you can stop them getting into the pond in the first place, simple little thing, spread a strawberry net or something like that, a fruit net over them just to catch the leaves. You can also lift and divide congested herbaceous perennials at this time of year. Keep the vigorous outer shoots and replant them, and you can always give the other bits away to friends. Lift and store tender bulbs, such as gladioli. Plant bare-rooted plants, example roses or raspberries. We talked about doing a hedge with bare-rooted plants. You can start to move tender pot-grown plants into frost-free greenhouses or conservatories. Plant up hanging baskets and tubs with hardy autumn and winter bedding. You've still got the remnants of the summer hanging baskets at the moment, Sue. I do, and I feel a bit bad because we had such a busy, busy weekend that unfortunately I didn't water them because, like we said, it's been so warm. And and tell everybody why we had a busy weekend, Sue. (laughs) Because we had a big party. We had somebody's (laughs) special birthday, didn't we? 
Yes. Yes. It was mine. It I'm, was, and it was a wonderful and weekend. And it was a big one, a big, <coughs> a big number. It had an all to the end. It had an all to the end, but it was an amazing weekend. We started on Friday and we finished on Sunday, and it was just perfect. But unfortunately, I think I've lost my hanging baskets. But at least it's at the end of the season, yeah, not in the is. middle of the season. Well, last year you kept them going into October. We are into October now, but I only know. just. I've got one still going, haven't I? Yeah. But yeah. it is struggling because the thing is, it cools at night. So they do, the tender plants take a bit of a knocking. Yeah, they take a battery. Yeah. Now, some people do plant up hanging baskets for the wintertime with different flowers. You think you're doing any? Yeah, I don't pansies, know. winter pansies. We don't, I don't feel we really have luck with the winter ones like we do with our summer ones. No, the summer ones yeah. are always spectacular. They really are. Probably also, you do your winter pansies, but I suppose you've still got to go out there and deadhead, and it's too cold. <laughs> so ne- they never get deadheaded and they just don't seem to perform maybe that's something to do with it so Definitely. I thought this year I'll just give it a miss a fair weather gardener <laughs> I am I'm afraid I am maybe that's you, you're South African in you so you're uh, used to warmer yeah, climbs the hotter the better in, my, in the garden the colder no let it fend right. for itself okay so we're not doing winter hanging baskets <laughs> but you at home may want to so if you've got a few hanging baskets empty out the summer ones and get your winter ones ready you can also start to clear up your autumn leaf fall and it's probably a good idea to collect the leaves we stick them in a black bin bag don't we stick a bit of water in and make some leaf mold well i did last year for the first time that i've kept it a year but whether I again didn't give it enough water, it's still quite. It does need moisture for yeah. the bacteria and the fungus to get working, and it's yeah. still quite leafy. Yeah. So, we can but I just it keep year. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, but I'll definitely do it again because apparently it's very, very brilliant stuff. Good yes. stuff. Excellent yeah. for the garden. And if you've got plenty of leaves, hey, it clears the garden up, and you're getting free compost exactly. for exactly. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, after this, I'll go and give it some <laughs> water to do, in okay. the bag. <laughs> You can also lightly fork over your borders so they absorb autumn rainfall quickly and efficiently if it's not too heavy, eh, so yes. Deadheading, you can still deadhead, as we've said. It really does encourage flowers to keep flowering and get the best out of them. And you can still be mowing the lawn at the moment, and if it is quite dry, raise the height of the cut so you don't cut too yeah, short. that's another and it job has I have been, to do. it has been dry here. Very and finally, good. once you've done the lawn, trim the border edges, and it makes it look pretty, doesn't it? So it does. You like a beautiful lawn. I like my borders trimmed. I do that on a regular basis. I don't have a nice cut grass and all the... No, it looks scraggy around <laughs> the edges yeah. then, doesn't it? <gasps> uh, indeed, yes. In the vegetable garden. Now in the vegetable garden, you can sow seeds inside of lettuce and sow seeds outside of radish. Also now is a good time to be planting garlic into the garden, ready for harvesting next year. And you can be harvesting beetroot, carrots, Swiss chard, spinach, cauliflower, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, turnips, lettuce, sweet corn, rana beans, tomatoes, courgette, swede, French beans, aubergine, peppers, leeks, cucumber, pumpkins and radish. There's an awful lot there. Yeah, I'm going to give our garlic another go. We did get some. They were quite small. They but were they, very they did small, work, but they, they yeah. were lovely and real. But we didn't get proper seed garlic from a supplier. You used maybe a bulb we... from the garden, uh, from the one we had from yeah, the supermarket. Maybe we should supermarket. get some proper... 
Try some we proper like seed our garlic. garlic. Yeah, we do love our garlic, yeah. And it's always nice to get stuff straight from the garden. Absolutely. We'll try a different variety, plant it and, and see how we get on. So first season was a success, not a resounding success, but we did get garlic. We had, we had a few we bulbs, get, yeah, yeah. Slightly bigger ones next year. We're still getting courgettes. We had one yesterday, didn't we, for tea? Mm, uh, Tiny gosh, one. Our courgettes just... Wasn't didn't do anything year this year, but no. I think everyone said the same. It's yeah. not just us. I mean, normally we're giving them away. I don't think we gave any away this year. We no. just managed to have a few ourselves. Yeah, we didn't have a glut. No, I even had to buy courgettes oh, no. to make my courgette muffins. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> that was a bit sad. <gasps> well, every season is different. We're coming to the tail of this gardening year, aren't we? Yeah. Hopefully next year, it will, well, it It'll will be different. It'll be different again, Absolutely exactly. will be different, exactly. what it brings, but that's part of the interest, yeah. isn't it? I did well yeah. with my beetroot this year. That yeah, was amazing. they were lovely, weren't they? So yeah. I'll definitely do beetroot next year. Boiled and lightly pickled, oh, lovely in a gorgeous. salad. They were gorgeous, yeah. And I think they're one of those vegetables which are high in antioxidants that are really good for you, aren't they? Very good for you. So definitely do that again. We don't do a big veggie section, but we do a little bit. And what we get, we enjoy. Yeah, um, And we know it's garden. straight from the garden. Zero and carbon miles. Exactly. And I must say, but I suppose we all say this, the beetroot did taste really good. Because, <laughs> you know, you, did, know yeah. you pick it, you boil it, you pickle it, and you eat it. Yeah, it's no pesticides or anything yeah. involved. It's all grown completely organically, yeah. And you do, you could taste the difference. You really could. Absolutely. Forthcoming garden shows. Forthcoming garden and flower shows. We are at the tail end of the year, so there's not a great deal happening from the 6th to the 7th of October here in the UK. The RHS London Harvest Festival Show is taking place, so I guess there's going to be lots of big pumpkins and things there. Yes, a bit. So massive ones we've seen in the past in the Malvern Autumn show yeah. they had one which I hate to think I of don't it think was you Im- the problem is you can never eat these no. things they're just grown for the show yeah, yeah grown for competition yeah, yeah. Well, that's about it for this month, October. It is definitely the tail end of the gardening season, isn't it? So It is indeed. And wrapping up. Still making the best of the last little bits. Yeah. Colour on the autumn trees and in the garden. But as November approaches, it will be battening down the hatches, I think, and getting yeah. the mulled wine out. Well, I've got my holiday first. You, yes, then... you're going off to Vietnam yes. for a few weeks cycling. Yes. Some people think you're mad. Oh, I know, but I am mad. Yes, but in a nice way. <laughs> In a charming way. <laughs> Everyone says, going on holiday and you're cycling. What's all that about? Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. I think it's a great way to see a country. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So I might not be here next month. It might no, be I think some... next month we're hoping Elizabeth will join us. She yes. lives in the village here. She enjoys her garden. And uh, she has been on the podcast once before. So there will be a different voice next month while Sue is peddling her heart out around Vietnam. She can't take my job away from no, me. No, she She's won't. only here for no, a month. It's a temporary one. Yes, <laughs> and mind you, she can cover for me when I'm away in January. In January, has it? Yeah. Okay, that sounds fair. <laughs> right. Well, you have a nice time, Sue, when you're peddling around Vietnam. Think of us. I will, and I'll be yeah. admiring all the plants there. Yeah, completely different ones there. So that is all for this episode now. 
You can get the show notes and links from this episode on our website at plantadvice.co.uk slash episode 31. You can follow us online if you'd like on Twitter at plantadvice or facebook.com slash plantadvice. And if you've downloaded this from the website or listened on the website, you can also download this if you've got an iOS device on iTunes. Just search for Plant Advice. So thank you ever so much for listening. I hope you'll listen again next month. Until then, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. This podcast was brought to you by plantadvice.co.uk for all your gardening needs.